0: Hey, friends, welcome to Tuesday, May the 24th, and I'm glad you're with me for today's episode of Enough for Today. We're in Psalm 49. We're picking it up in verse 5. This psalm is instructional. It's teaching us about wealth, about life, about death, about material prosperity, about those that seem to be doing well, having it all, and money seems to solve all their problems. But there are... Uh, some deep problems, some intrinsic problems to life that money can't solve. And so we need something better than money. We need someone better than money and material things. And yet we're so tempted often to tie our hopes and hearts to material things. If I could just get the next promotion, if I could just get that job, if I could just finish this degree, this training to get to that level, if I could just afford that, I would be happy if I could just have more of this, if I could just secure myself through this uh, kind of investment, or if I would just have an inheritance that could just anchor me. We, We just are positive that our security and stability in life is built on money and material things. And what's ironic about that is material things, and especially money, are notoriously, historically unstable. It's a house of cards and we convince ourselves otherwise because it doesn't feel like that in the moment and yet it is so, so fragile. Someone that builds their short life on money and stability, the stability, the hopeful stability of money is building on a house of cards. So <clears throat> the psalmist says in verse 5, he announces in verses 1 through 4, everybody needs to listen to this. We're about to unfold some really important wisdom and understanding. I'm about to open a riddle, a dark saying, a parable on my harp in my song. I'm going to sing some amazing wisdom, okay? And then he asks a question, a bit of a rhetorical question. Wherefore, wherefore should I fear in the days of evil when the iniquity of my heels shall compass me about? So what's he talking about here, Okay. Um, just for the fun of it, give me a second here. I want to just jump over to, I'm cur- I am I have an idea of, of the sense of this, but I want to see what um, another translation says. So NLT, um, why should I fear when trouble comes, when enemies surround me? Okay, so <clears throat> let me read another one. Why should I fear in times of trouble when the iniquity of those who cheat me surrounds me okay so the idea the idea evil in the old testament especially in hebrew sometimes it means wicked sinfulness kind of evil other times it just means danger or trouble calamity okay like a tornado or hurricane old testament vernacular would have called that evil Um, unfavorable situations so my sense of this is when he says why should i fear in the days of, in the days of calamity, when it, when it seems, so two senses that, that I'm taking away. The first is <clears throat> when those that are more powerful and wealthier than me, maybe my enemies, seem to be gaining the victory over me. When I seem to be, when I'm being handled unjustly, when um, others are doing better than me at my cost, okay? So they're stepping on me to get to where they are. Why should I be afraid of, why should I um, panic when the iniquity of my heels, the iniquity of my heels, so the other translations took that to be um, enemies kind of catching up to me and chasing me. Um, I think there's another sense of it that is my own sin chasing me down. Like time is going to catch up with me, okay? My, um, My living in fear, see that, materialism, if you peel back the layers of material idolatry, you know, chasing money, chasing material things, what's under that? Fear, anxiety. I have to have more. I have to secure myself. I have to survive. I have to look out for me. So it's driven by fear. And so the the psalmist is asking, why should I fear when it seems like trouble is coming and even death? He's going to talk about death a lot in this psalm. Or when life is catching up to me, or my enemies seem to be catching up to me, the iniquity of my heels shall compass me about. See, without a Savior, uh, life is just a downward journey, a descent into death and condemnation, and we're piling up. It really, just the longer we live, the more sin we have to give account for with God. Okay, the bigger our trouble, the greater our condemnation. We are sinful beings separated from God and so the psalmist is asking a very practical question why should I be afraid when those better off than me are seemingly oppressing me but there's a deeper layer to it and that is is there a way to not be afraid when life itself is catching up to me and my own sin is catching up to me Um, and and, and at the end of it all no matter how much money I have no matter how much what, what material security I have, at the end of it all, I'm going to die and I'm going to be drowning. It's going to be, be, the iniquity of my heels is going to be compassing me. It's going to be surrounding me. Inund- I'm going to be inundated in a lifetime of offenses against God. Then what good is my money going to be? Then what good is, uh, is my material security? The God of materialism is then going to let me down. So he's asking a question that kind of has two layers to it. The first is, is there a way to to not be afraid? Is there a way to not be afraid in a world that seems to everybody is doing better than me? And, And it seems like I'm getting oppressed and pushed down. And the second layer, is there a way to not be afraid at the end of my life? In my ultimate accountability to God, when death is overtaking me, and when I have a lifetime of sin, and offenses um, stacked up on my record uh, between me and God. So you can already see how this psalm is going to strike at the roots of redemption and the gospel and ultimate hope. So we're going to pause here, and we're going to pick it up in verse 6 tomorrow. Um, How can we go through life without fear and anxiety? Have a great Tuesday. We'll see you tomorrow.